are listening to the Social Media Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, stay-at-home mom of three turned social media influencer, Jenny Peterson. Each week, we'll dive into online marketing, business building strategies that actually work, and I'll share with you how I built my online business, leveraging the power of social media from my cell phone. The term influencer is not just for celebrities, it's for people just like us. I really believe that all you need to get started is Wi-Fi and a dream. Let's go. Hello, my friend. Welcome to the Social Media Influencer Podcast. I am your host, Jenny Peterson, and I am so excited for today's topic. We're going to be talking about a controversial topic. That's right. Today, we're going to talk all about money. Have you ever asked yourself, why is money such a controversial topic? In the first place, society tells us never talk about money, never talk about money. Talking about money is bad, but the truth is money is something we all use, exchange, work for, need, and want more of. So why can't we talk about it? Today, we're going to talk about how to change your money mindset, how to control your money mindset. I almost named this podcast episode Managing Your Money Mindset because it just rolled off the tongue. But then I thought, no, heck no. I don't know about you, but I don't want to just manage my money mindset. Like everything in my life, I want to control my money mindset. And I would be lying if I didn't tell you I was a little nervous to do this episode, especially this year. It's been hard for so many people and we're headed into the holiday season. Many people will be going without, but if this podcast episode helps one person, then it's worth it to me. And perhaps if this one person hears this podcast episode and changes and controls their money mindset, they will be in a different situation next year. With that being said, I don't know who needs to hear this episode today, but I know that somebody does. So here we go. Most of us were born poor or middle class. And when you're raised in poor or middle class, we learn, adopt, and believe many money mantras of the poor and middle class. I was raised by amazing parents who loved me. I'm the oldest of seven children, and my parents gave us a wonderful life, and I will forever sing their praises. But like many listening, we were considered lower middle class. As a child, I remember the shame and embarrassment that I felt as I would wait in the lunch line. And I knew because my card was different that the other kids knew that I was getting free lunch because we didn't have enough money to buy it ourselves. I remember shopping at Goodwill. And even to this day, when I walk into a store, I don't know about you, but I make a beeline for the clearance rack. It's like how I'm wired. I remember wanting to fit in and wanting things that I saw the popular kids having, like Doc Martens and Abercrombie and Fitch jeans. I remember realizing the only way I was going to get those is if I got someone else's hand-me-downs, which I loved, by the way. I loved secondhand clothes. I love hand-me-downs. Or if I worked really, really hard and saved to pay for them myself. I remember at a young age, telling myself that I wanted to be rich. I wanted to be wealthy. I didn't want to live paycheck to paycheck. I didn't want to struggle. I didn't want to have to say, we can't afford that. What was your upbringing like? 
Now let's talk about money mantras. What are your money mantras? Do you have them? Maybe you don't even realize that you do. Our money mantras are the beliefs that we have about money, and they can be positive and negative. Here are some negative money mantras that I didn't even realize that I was still holding on to. And let me know if you've ever heard these or said these to yourself. Money doesn't grow on trees. A penny saved is a penny earned. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. It takes money to make money. Money doesn't make you happy. Money is the root of all evil. These little sayings or money mantras were shared with us. These were passed down to us. We were told these so many times over and over and over by people in our life that subconsciously we started believing them ourselves. The truth is none of them are true. None of them serve you. None of them serve me. These money mantras are actually myths, and I'm going to debunk three of them right now. Let's start with myth number one. Money won't make you happy. Myth number one, money won't make you happy. Okay, so money won't make you happy. Money also won't make you unhappy. Ask yourself, what does make you happy? For my 11-year-old daughter, cheer makes her happy. Cheer is her life. She loves cheer. Guess what? Cheer costs money. I actually didn't know how much money cheer costs because I was not a cheerleader. It costs a lot of money to do cheer. My husband, Preston, he loves to travel. He loves visiting new places, new countries, having experiences, eating new foods, creating memories with me and with our family. Guess what? Traveling cost money. I have a friend who loves exotic foods. Like that's what we get him on holidays or for his birthdays. He loves trying new foods. He loves to go to fine restaurants. And when we go, he wants to order all of the courses. It's an experience. Guess what? That costs money. The truth is money won't make you happy, but the opposite is also true. Money won't make you unhappy either. So if money isn't going to make you happy and it's not going to make you unhappy either, why not make as much money as you can? And if the things that you love that light you up, that give bring you joy and do make you happy, if those things cost money, why not make as much money as you can? Myth number two. I love this one. Tell me, have you ever heard this one? Money is the root of all evil. What the heck does that even mean? Money is the root of all evil. Um, How about the devil is the root of all evil? How about that? I mean, can I get an amen? Can we just change that? The devil is the root of all evil. Money is not the root of all evil. Money is not evil. It's a resource. It cannot make decisions about how it's spent. That choice is left up to the human who owns it. So ask yourself this question. If I had unlimited amounts of money, so much I couldn't count it, what would I do with it? You're a good person and you have a good heart. What would you do with all that extra money? Would you pay tithing at your church? Would you support charity organizations? Would you help a family in need? Would you start a nonprofit organization of your own? And side note, 
Nonprofit organizations need money to run. You want to help more people? You need more money. Or maybe you would start your own business and create thousands of jobs for families all around the world. Here's the truth. The world needs you to succeed because you would do a lot of good with the wealth that you create. The truth is for you and me, the more money we have, the more people we can help, the more organizations we can support, the more lives we can impact, the more we can donate. Money is not the root of all evil. Good people do a lot of good with their money. Myth number three, it takes money to make money. Um, false. You know what it takes to make money? Courage. It takes courage to make money. It takes courage to leave your nine to five and start your own business. It takes courage to put yourself out there every single day on social media. It takes courage showing up knowing that there's going to be doubters, naysayers, and haters. It takes courage to face rejection, to hear no over and over and over again until you finally hear a yes. It takes courage to make money. Also, you can start making money today, like right now, without ever having to spend a dime. I just did this myself. It works, and you can do this too. Go into your closet. Find pieces of clothing that you no longer wear anymore. The ones that are just sitting there, taking up physical and mental space. We all have these items hanging in our closet. Sometimes it's because they never fit right in the first place. Maybe it's that pair of jeans that someday will fit into. Some of the clothes in my closet when I did this still had tags on them. And they hang there because I feel guilty. Every time I look at them, I don't, I feel guilty that I've never worn them. Now go through all of your clothes and pull out the things that you don't wear anymore. After you do that, go through your shoes, then go through your purses, go through your accessories. You can list these pre-loved or even new with tag items, if you're like me, on reselling apps and websites, online garage sales. My favorite is Poshmark. It is easy to list, sell, and ship. And there's a community of Poshmark users that are on the app looking for pre-loved items. I just got a Poshmark account and I've already made, get this, I've already made $110 selling pre-loved items from my closet, things that were just sitting there. This was seriously like the easiest $100 I ever made. And if you don't have the Poshmark app yet, Download the Poshmark app and use code Jen Lee Peterson. That's my code, Jen, J-E-N, Lee, L-E-E, Peterson, P-E-T-E-R-S-O-N. That's a discount code and you will get $10 credit. So $10 off your first purchase when you sign up using that code. And I think I get a $10 credit as well if you ever do purchase anything off of the app. And if you do sign up using my code, Jen Lee Peterson, thank you so much. I am excited for you to get on Poshmark. I've actually loved it. And here's the truth. It does not take money to make money. It takes courage. It takes being smart. Go into your closet, pull out the things you don't wear, sell them on a reseller app like Poshmark. Go through your kids' closets, go through your kids' clothes, Look at your furniture. Is there something that you don't want that you could sell on your local Facebook marketplace group? 
online garage sales are huge and there's people who are looking for things. What could you make that you could sell online and something that you have at your fingertips that you don't have to go and spend money on, but you have the resources to do it today. By the way, if you would be interested in an upcoming episode all about Poshmark, like best practices, tips and tricks, things that I've learned to increase sales, those kinds of things, let me know on Instagram. My Instagram handle is Jenny underscore Peterson. Just send me a DM. Okay, just a quick recap of the three myths that we debunked. Myth number one, money doesn't make you happy. The liberating truth is money doesn't make you unhappy either. So ask yourself instead, what makes you happy? And if money doesn't make you happy and money doesn't make you unhappy, why not have as much money as you can possibly make? Myth number two. I love this one. This one makes me laugh. Money is the root of all evil. We debunked that myth. The devil is the root of all evil. Money's a resource. And the liberating truth is you would choose to do a lot of good with the wealth that you create. Myth number three. It takes money to make money. Nope. It takes courage to make money. It takes smarts to make money. It takes resourcefulness to make money. It doesn't take money to make money. Now that we've debunked those three money myths, and if you've had those as money mantras, I hope that you see them for the myths that they are and change the way that you think about money. Here are three phrases that you need to eliminate from your vocabulary effective immediately. Our thoughts and our words are powerful. Our thoughts control our feelings. Our feelings control our actions and our actions control our results. If you want to change your financial situation, you have to start with your thoughts. Making more money and creating wealth starts between the ears. So here's the first phrase, I can't afford it, or we can't afford that. Stop saying that. If you find yourself saying, I can't afford it, or we can't afford that. How is that serving you in any way? It doesn't. Eliminate it. Instead, ask yourself, how can I afford it? Just making that little change changes everything. Our words hold power. Our words become a reality. When you say, I can't afford it, guess what? You will never be able to afford it. But when you ask yourself a question, how can I afford it? Your brain then goes to work looking for solutions to that question. The next phrase that you need to eliminate is saying, I'm broke. The words I am are incredibly powerful. And whatever you say after those two words matters. If you keep saying, I'm broke, you will stay broke, my friend. Stop saying this garbage to yourself and definitely Stop telling others about how broke you are. Even if you aren't financially where you want to be today, you have to stop talking to yourself like this. You have to stop telling yourself this kind of garbage because you will never be able to attract more money into your life with a mindset like I'm broke. We also need to eliminate phrases or thoughts around the concept that money is hard to make. Money is hard to get. It's hard to make money. These thoughts do not serve you. One of my favorite mantras is whether you think you can or you think you can't, you are right. When you are constantly telling yourself or others, money's hard to get. Guess what? 
You are right, my friend. Money will be hard to get for you. Instead of saying money is hard to get, try saying money is easy to make. We live in an abundant world. Have an abundant mindset. Tell yourself, I'm a money magnet. I attract wealth and prosperity. Or start with the exercise that I gave you. Go to your closet, find something to sell and sell it online today. It is easy. You can start making extra money today. It really is that easy. Also, when you believe that money is hard to get, you will end up being a penny pincher and pinch every single penny that you have. You will hold so tightly to the money that you do have because you'll be afraid that you'll lose it. I have a story to share with you, and I debated even sharing this story in the first place, but I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it, okay? This is what happened. This is the truth. This is what happened. So one day, my husband came to me, and I could tell that he was really nervous. And he said, Jen, I feel sick about this, but I got to tell you something. We lost $60,000 in the stock market. He wanted to tell me, as, as we should, we should talk as a married couple. We should talk about these kinds of things. And I could tell it was making him physically ill. And he didn't know if we were going to be able to get it back. My reaction, I think, surprised him. And because I've been doing work on my money mindset, it would have surprised my old self too. But I told him, it's okay. It's all going to work out. It's all going to be okay. Yes, $60,000 is a lot of money. But we can get more. At the end of the day, it's just money. Even And here's the thing. Even if we lost all of our money... I'm confident that my husband and I, we would be able to make more money. My husband and I, we know how to make money. And when you know how to make money, you can make more of it. So be mindful and be careful about your thoughts around money because our thoughts control our feelings. Our feelings control our actions and our actions control our results. Be mindful and thoughtful of how you are speaking about money. If you're constantly telling others, I'm broke, I can't afford it, you're going to stay broke and stay in a place where you can't afford it. So change the way that you are talking to yourself and others about money. And lastly, as we round up this episode, I want to challenge you to think bigger when it comes to money. I remember getting paid $10 an hour and I was so stoked. I was like, yes, I'm no longer getting paid minimum wage. When Press and I were first married, I worked a full-time job at the office, eight to five, making $10 an hour. And then after work, I would get into my car, I would change my clothes and drive to the local Italian restaurant where I worked as a hostess part-time. I was working 60 plus hours a week and bringing in nothing. That's another myth. It takes hard work to make money. Here I was, I was working hard. I was working long days on my feet. But we were living paycheck to paycheck. A couple of years later, I got my first real job. I just did that in air quotations, just so you know. I got a job, a professional job as a banker at my local bank. And I was, for the first time in my life, making a salary. Again, I was stoked. I was making almost $30,000 a year. And I felt like I had finally made it. Real talk, my younger self believed that that is all I could possibly make. My younger self believed that I could only make an hourly wage and that I wouldn't be able to make a salary because I only had an associate's degree. And I was so excited to finally be on a $30,000 a year salary. Looking back, I didn't believe that I deserved more. 
I didn't believe that I could make more. Fast forward again. Here I am, a mom of three kids and three kids under the age of five. If you are in that season of your life, I've been there. It is a wild season. Hang on. It gets better. It gets easier. I had no experience with online marketing or business. I have my associate's degree. I had not been working. I'd been a stay-at-home mom. And this is when I started my own online business. My first full month, I made $1,000. Again, I was stoked. Okay, I hadn't been bringing any kind of income over the last five years. And at this time, I started doing personal development. I started investing in books and growing my money mindset. I started working on that money mindset. And I really started getting curious. I really had this desire to just see what I could do. I thought, gosh, if I could make $1,000 a month from my cell phone while staying home with my kids, what about 2000 I did it. Okay, what about 3000 Did it. What about 5000 Did it. And then I had an impossible goal. I wanted to make $10,000 in one month. And I got together with a group of my Facebook friends. All my friends at this point in time were from the internet, real talk. And we all wanted to make $10,000 in one month. We had a shared goal. We formed a little group. We shared what was working for each of us. We cheered each other on. And the month that I went for $10,000 in one month, I didn't make $10,000. I made $12,945.84. And I wasn't the only one. We all did it. We all hit our goal and we all made over $10,000 in one month. I did the same thing with $20,000, $30,000, and even $50,000 in one month. I want to challenge you to think bigger when it comes to money and wealth. Think bigger. Dream bigger of what you can actually do. I believe that you can do this. I know you can. How do I know that? Because I live by the belief that if someone else can do something, I can do it too. If someone else can do it, it is proof that it can be done. The impossible becomes possible. So many people feel envy or jealousy when they see others thriving, when they see their competition, again, I did air quotes, you can't see, thriving. Not me, friend. I celebrate and I celebrate with them collaboration over competition always. When my friend made over $100,000 in one month, I celebrated with her. I cheered for her. I rooted for her. She did it. And because she did it, that means that I can do it too someday. She made the seemingly impossible possible. Now, why would I share these numbers with you like this? Some people, it might make them feel uncomfortable. The topic of money makes people feel uncomfortable, but here's why I'm sharing this with you. I'm not sharing this to brag. I'm sharing it because I know if I can do this, so can you. If this stay-at-home mama of three can make money from her cell phone, so can you. And I hope that this episode helps to change your money mindset. It helps you take control of your money mindset. I hope it inspires you to dream bigger and to make more money and to do it without feeling guilt or shame. Money is not evil. It's not bad or sinister. It's crazy to me that it's a hush-hush topic. We all need it. We all use it. We all want more of it. Why can't we talk about it? 
Why don't we teach our children about it? I don't know about you, but I never learned about money in school. Please know that I am rooting for your success. The world needs you to be successful because you are good and you will do so much good with the money that you make. I want you to achieve your biggest dreams and your deepest desires. I want you to accumulate so much money that you can't even count it. You are a good person and I know that you would do a lot of good. You can do this. Making money, making more money. It all starts between the ears. I love you and I will see you inside the next episode.